Wrestling Brain is filmed in front of a live audience and can be found on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. Come join us Wednesdays immediately following Dynamite to share your opinions or just hang out with some fun guys. And if you are listening to this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, give us five stars, anything you can to help promote the show. And if you do this, you could be one of the many, many, many people who are saying Wrestling Brain. <laughs> yeah, they said it could not be done. But despite that, we are right back here doing it. You are rocking. With the Wednesday Night A Show, it is Mr. 50K, Josh C, and my big brother, the man of 100 likes, the other half of the Sword and Shield. The Zooms joining me tonight. Uh, Zooms, how are you? You're, you're looking you're looking feisty, energized, fired out of a cannon. Am I reading this right? Is that how you are, Zooms? Working on my working on my UFC motion graphic for when the tail of the tape is coming up and I have to, I have to, I have to kill... I like that. It's a goal. Uh, if you forgot or fell off, how much are you hot? Knock your shell off. <laughs> that is what uh... they are saying out there. It's very <laughs> nice. Uh, I would like to see you in one of those UFC countdown videos, so. just hitting so the bag too. in some warehouse, talking about how, what sort of promo would you be there? Would you would you be really angry about the guy, or it's like an opponent doesn't matter? I'm doing me sort of thing. It you know you. I would be it would, for me. It would be like I am channeling the spirit of big MDK. Shout out to my two gang members, Josh and Zoobs. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Uh, always great to hear from Nick Gage at the top of the show. I would I would sort of be planted in a like um, when I'm in the octagon. I, I'm just channeling the spirit of fighting itself. Right? It's <laughs> it's not about my opponent. I, it's the art form and the uh, the fact that I get to be so in the moment and present that I that I am chasing. Yeah, so that's that's the fun. You, I actually really like this as an angle for you. Uh, I have to get into the I chat find, here, I find peace and and quiet in the chaos and noise. You understand? <laughs> you are well prepared as these zooms is finding his waterfall and preparing to go up and down and move it all around uh, AW Dynamite. I got to check in here on the chat for a second, zooms, where our own producer Matt Prince six six five. Is saying, I'm pretty cool, I guess. Uh, Matt, really wanting on air here. Matt, uh, I was at your wedding this weekend, Matt. Uh, what an amazing time. Uh, anything you'd like to say to the Brainiacs who are here this evening on your uh, first first episode producing as a husband? Uh, just that I've crossed a threshold in my life mm -hmm. and... Um, <laughs> Things things are things are going to get a lot different. There's going to be a lot less music around here. A lot yep. more just sort of like down the middle production. Mm -hmm. uh, just no 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 funny business. No more horseplay. Like no, no more horseplay. I agree. Yeah, a little too, little too randy, a little too rowdy at times. Just <laughs> you know, we had our fun and that's great. But now it's sort of down to business. People people don't necessarily want to have fun when they're watching this. They 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 want to they want to learn something. They want like soliloquies. Come on, uh, you know they want. The, yeah, that, the, all right, that well, it's a great. The producer. Really it's great. What's that? The wedding was a blast, and uh, and chat's exploding with congratulations for you. 
Uh, like you say, we know what they want, and we're going to give on. it to them. Congratulations, Matt. The chat's right and wishing you love. It was an amazing time. Uh, I'm the only non-husband on the channel now. Zoobs, any thoughts Come on, on that? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to, now that Matt is sort of, you know, in the wild, but standing up, and now he is challenging the, the like, husband slot on the show, I'm going to have to ramp up the dad stuff way more. For sure. I'm going to have to... You know what I mean? Sort of, and sort of give yep. that condescending advice to both Matt and you at the same time, right? <laughs> okay. A sort of like almost outright dismissal of you and like to Matt be like, listen, you're, 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 you're getting it for sure. But you know, this is rookie, rookie stuff. You're, you're, you're still living selfishly ultimately. Any, you are I still the up. dad of the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You are these zooms. Uh, you, I heard lots of lots of subs and whatnot coming in. You might jump in the chat saying hello to some of the brainiacs. A great start to the show, uh, which is the best kind of start to the show. Uh, just One Idiot subscribing two hours ago with Prime. Show wasn't even on, and Just One Idiot was like, I gotta get the fuck in there and get a, get a Prime sub in. That's how I you think do that's my it, friend you... Steve Mann, who was texting me about our show, and I said, do you have Amazon Prime? And is then I easy? talked him into uh, subscribing with Prime. I'm not joking. That That is my friend Steve. Member of VOD Nation, possibly? They were talking about the show? Not even into wrestling. I was just like, Love wait, do you, have do you have Prime? Holy what are you cow. doing? Don't give all this to Jeff People Bezos. We're friends. If you're watching this and you have Prime and you haven't given us your Prime sub, like people in Josh's life don't even care about this show and they're something with Prime. Well, you're I here. had to push it. I was like, Steve, but it's true, Zoops. If you have Amazon Prime, you're giving it all to Jeff Bezos. This was an effective pitch to Steve. And then I said, wouldn't you rather be giving some of that to me, some of that to Zoops, and within, you know, sort of how we'll we're see. feeling. We'll see about Matt. Well, maybe I mean, Matt's wife. The thing of Matt, Matt can now play the I have a family to support card. Right, it's not. He doesn't have me conversations. He has we conversations. I feel like I'm losing ground, Matt. Matt, that's <laughs> got to be a great side of the war for you. That that felt that felt momentous. If there was, if there is ever a uh, breakup of wrestling brain documentary, in the ring. in the sword and shield. <laughs> this is where the page started to tear. A the eighty biography presents the disillusion of the sword and shield, the rise and fall of wrestling brain. Oh boy. He's flashing the ring. He's flashing the ring. Incredible, this guy. Um, uh, no clue what this is. That's nine months. I love that. Nine someone's months. Someone's got to pay amazing. for the ring. Botch style, 12 months here for a year. That means, I believe, you get uh, you get uh, Daddy Magic as your as your photo when you comment now. That's amazing. Botch style pile driver. Give it out five. Five gifted. That's so kind. We appreciate Thank it you, so much, style. Botch style. Jay's Retro, speaking of Prime, 13 months. Jay Retro, government prime. The Zang Zone been around 23 months. They are one month away from 24 months. I'm gonna have to get a two-year badge. We're coming up on it. We passed all out. I mean, we're we're at oh yeah, that's right. We should have a two-year badge. I mean, look at this. Steak Buns gifting one Thank uh you. to <laughs> I love WWE so much. Thank you, Steak Buns. Danny DeRosha, that's <laughs> nine months. Uh, and the high train achieved. That is good business. Yeah, that's Thank funny. you all so much. Oh. Nine months get to the Okada head. 18 months gets you ready gets you ready Kingston. We gotta figure out what the two year badge probably will, will be. Maybe it'll be maybe it'll be the, the bloody I'm about to quit the company CM Punk will be the two bad with the two year badge. Oh wow. Wow. That's the one I would want in this yeah. exact case. Soups with all that out of the way. I think it's time to do what it is we do best around here. Nobody does this better than us. I swear to fucking God. Not anyone. Listen, I there's bigger there's bigger shows. I'll admit it. We're not the biggest show in the world yet. We're not. Nobody does one to seven better than us. No one even tries because Zoobs, I'm going to ask you and the Brainiacs in the chat on a scale of one to seven, 
One being the worst and seven being the best. What do you, these oobs and the Brainiacs in the chat, rate tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite? Come this on. is one of those episodes, come on is right, that I'm so interested to hear the scores on. A nuclear episode of Dynamite, I'm going to say. Structural. Uh, what are we looking at? We're going to hear from the Zoobs and the Brainiacs in the channel scores. Maddie, would you mind hitting the music, please? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on. One, two, three. So it's all these scores coming in. Do, do, do you think I could do it? Do you think I can machine gun through this many scores? Dude? Listen, uh, you know, for, you know, I support you first and foremost, right? My of instinct course. is to support you. Of so I I'm saying that. as somebody close to you who loves you and cares about you, no chance, man. And it's, it's not <laughs> worth it, right? It's not, it's not worth it. I shouldn't even try. Because I love you, I'm telling you, you can't do it. Please don't do it. Zoobs, <laughs> I have to defy you. I have to at least give a kick at the can and likely fail at machine gun throwing these scores in the chats. Here we go, Zoobs. You can let me know if I passed or failed at the end. <clears throat> Cadenza with a five and a half. Seesaw with 55 with a six. Pacefall with a six. Good friend Jake with a four and a half. Captain Twigs with a six. Enfield Road with a six. And Rick Nashtag with a six. Qui-Gon Jin and Juice with a five and a half. Ashton Kutcher with a five. Sigmunds with a five and a half. Brickman's with a six. Irish Rack 21 with a six. Thomas B.W. with a six and a half. Brickman with a six. No Clue with a six. With a six. Marlon with a five and a half. Sangzone with a six. Botchel Power Driver with a five. Hot and Scortuna with a six. I am a half with a five and a half. E Prime with a six. Truly McGinnis with a six. Civil Defensive with a five. Dirt Dennis Dirty Work with a six. Corvax 1266 with a six. Bobby Burritos with a six and a half. Vander Huge with a six. Astro Beer with a five. America Bad with a six. Geese with a six. Sam Fels with a five and a half. Scoots Broda with a seven. Jay's Retro with a five and a half. Maybe, maybe your best yet. They say it couldn't be done, but defiantly, we stay here doing it. Zoobs, what's that an average there of Zoobs? A high five? So a couple observations. Please. On this Come one. on. Come Thank on. Thank you, Benny Mac. Uh, 22 months. And Ashton Kutcher gifting a sub to Fightful Gaming. Fightful Probably Gaming. Hello to Jamie Hater. I would imagine. Respectfully. <laughs> and 100 bits 209 bits from uh from marlon phillips um, we gotta we gotta make the uh we gotta figure out something for the for the bits we gotta figure out something silly that can happen for the bits because that yeah, little, right. little ding is not worth the 200 bits we appreciate the bits marlon thank you so much the 209 um a couple of observations from the scores number one nobody goes to seven except uh one i think i think uh scoots brodo gives it a seven right. usually we see usually you see a couple at least a couple sevens mm -hmm. uh and then a classic i think the lowest our chat is willing to give to a dynamite sometimes which is a five in their well represented i would say yeah i would say that the numbers posted most is probably a six nobody goes below five and a half uh well there's a couple yeah, fives yeah. pardon me but nobody goes below fives i would say a high five is probably yeah 5.8 is probably where we land as a, as a group tonight and how does that align with uh you the man of 100 likes how's that uh syncing up with your score it's a very interesting show i think it depends on your view of what you want dynamite to be at this exact mm -hmm. moment in time mm -hmm. we talked mm -hmm. last week about being really like not being able to cut through the fog almost of the show you were, like we were both watching it in, like this weird headspace and came out and like 
it was hard to almost talk about the episode. This was like meat and potatoes. This is what Dynamite is, right? Great wrestling matches. Everything had stakes. Um, guys that you say you want it to see in matches that have um, purpose behind them and build to the show that's coming up next week in a big arena. It wasn't a perfect show. I'm not, you know, again, we talked about this before. I know what it feels like to come in off a of seven, and that wasn't exactly what it was, but you did get, um, I think, a really solid, really good show. And the idea of like, this is what Dynamite is, right? It's a very good wrestling show with a lot of good wrestling on it um, that's happening for a reason. I think the question is, and I think you, you know this as well, when CM Punk was around and there was some stuff going on and the elite is there, sometimes it felt a little bit bigger than that. And the last couple of weeks, felt like bananas and we've had a bit of a release of that tension and i think uh i think we'll see what what people's appetite for this type of show is because this is aew this is aew dynamite what this show was you know couldn't agree more zoobs and for that exact reason what you were looking at on tonight's episode september 14th 2022 to me is the definitive five this is the five when i am saying something is a seven it's two points better than this. A four and a half, a shade under. This is the, is it, what do you say, Zoops? Is that the mean or the median where it's the the average of them all? I'm not sure which it is, but I think everybody knows what I mean. Yeah. Pun intended. Uh, this is that dynamite to me. Like you said, this is an episode of dynamite. There are matches you like. There are promos you like. I saw our chat say some high highs and low lows. I actually don't feel that way at all. I, I, I didn't think. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel closer to you. I didn't feel like there were high highs and low lows. I felt like this was steady, Eddie. Maybe out the gate, well, we'll get to it. But uh, yeah, a, a V5 to me, a show I will always watch. If Dynamite stayed at this quality into eternity, that's more than good enough for me to spend two hours on every week. However, is it um, advancing things and escalating things to the degree that, let's just face it, when CM Punk was around, things were happening? Uh, not quite. And we'll get into that. We we promise to not constantly be mentioning CM Punk. We'll try our best. I'll try my best. How yeah, about that's it? a promise for Zoom. I'll, 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 I'll control what I can control. And actually, midway through the sentence, I was like, what am I doing? There's no way I can promise that. <laughs> Although, I will say, I actually like you saying that. Um, because I think it is important. I want to be a voice in this. That the CM Punk elite thing has happened. And this roster is so good and so deep. That it matters that that happened, but I'm no longer willing to let it swallow my enjoyment of the show. This is a choice I'm making. And really, I feel like I'm stealing your take here almost because you were texting me about this almost before I was there, I feel like. Uh, I'm just saying that now I want... Dynamite is a reprieve for me every week. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and with dudes afterwards, I, I, I don't want to talk about Punk. I don't want to talk about Omega. I don't want to talk about the Bucks. I actually appreciate you saying that. Even though, you know, when we are referencing what a seven is... You know, I'm going to bring up the punk man. Uh, but I, I think that is the attitude to approach this with. And I, I appreciate you saying so. Like Asher Kutcher says, the roster still has big fucking mocks. Yeah, absolutely. Who could disagree with that? The horrible music of AEW Dynamite plays us in. Light the fuse. Break bad news. This is still our theme. Okay, that's all right, though. The wild thing is out. John Moxley to, to cleanse the palate. Uh, this crowd loves him here tonight in Albany, New York. They're happy to see the big fucking one. And he's out here to face Sammy Guevara, who on his way to the ring is doing uh, a Kevin Owens, like right up against the the camera mics, uh, picking up on audio. I'm going to get the pyro next time. I'm going to get the fire. I'm going to be world champion. He's 51 and 30. Uh, 
I, that that's the sort of record I always make fun of the records in AEW. This is the sort of record I respect. This is the sort of record I can get behind. I'm no Sammy Guevara fan, but you wrestled 81 times here, and I feel like you were a guy I saw wrestle a bunch. It's a nice marker, at least in that way. And generally, I'm just a critic of the ratings. Um, I think I, to to to, fin to close that off because I think it's please. a great point. I think what what I think it's the 30 losses that gives that. It, it's you, you see a guy comes in and he's 25 and two. You're like, all right, well, you know, the, the, obviously he's been protected to a there's a, a protection going on, and uh, you know they want to build him up. But like, um, Guevara gives you that could win or lose basically any basically any situation. Right. I think I think the 30 losses actually helps him more even than the 50 wins. Really well said, especially when you sort of dovetail that with the, oh, I feel like I've seen him wrestle. Because like you point out, when you have these big numbers that are very unfamiliar with the person, we both know what happened there. It's like, oh, they were yeah. on dark beating other people I've never heard of for a while. Like, and now they're going to lose to this person. And that Pavlovian, like, settle-in thing happens. So uh, credit to Semi Guevara here. I thought this was a good impression here. He's here for his chance at the world title. And I felt like he was bringing it out the gate here. Commentary puts over that he doesn't have Tay Conti with him, trying to make a bit of a point here. The, or she changed her name, sorry, Tay Mello. Uh, that she's she's not out here and maybe he wants to make a point that this is he's going to be doing it the right way. Yeah. Um, very clear, clear heel dynamic, face dynamic here. Was that Matt in the ear said good for him? Because that, <laughs> that got me. <laughs> Whichever one of you said that, good for him was funny there. Okay. Um, and I thought, and Zoobs, I'm going to let you talk about this match, because I think people really liked it, and I did too. Uh, but within this framing, what did you think of the match? Because this is all I could think about until the very end. You know in the New Japan Cup, how sometimes they'll match up, you'll just get like a junior heavyweight makes it to the second round, and they get a match with the heavyweight? And they're, they're never going to put the junior heavyweight over the heavyweight, but they want the junior to look good? This felt like this exact sort of match for me. Whenever he went like strike for strike with mocks or grapple for grapple he couldn't do it but still got his spots and i thought sammy actually got to shine here did were you able to get into this one and listen fewer fewer places uh as early on the not liking sammy as you and i were people <laughs> i think did. a lot of people were there but i think we were very early on that instantly really <laughs> um turning down a bunch of that stuff is sort of obviously effective i think him the the still having the the daredevil streak but um sort of having a, a meanness and a nastiness to it and giving it effect uh is obviously going to to add to that and i mean also fucking mox is like the best wrestler in the world right now what are you like what are you the guys really fucking good and uh i think it, yeah listen a mox match to open it up and yeah to, to your point i do echo that it's like the, it's the most it's the most sammy uh i've I enjoyed a sammy match in quite some time that's for sure well, and it really was because wrestling is ultimately two people's wrestling styles coming together. And we can sort of imagine what that match looks like, but you're never going to be too sure. Uh, this match was Mox is much stronger, but Sammy wants to show that he can hang in there with him. So they do that. Zack Sabre Jr. finds himself in these situations where he'll ultimately lose every striking exchange, but he'll still end up in them. Like you'll never see Zack Sabre Jr. come out on the end of a striking exchange where he won, but he'll still be like, no, I'm down to scrap like right here. And that was Sammy Guevara here, sometimes getting in two or three shots with Mox and Mox coming back with one, which would wobble him and, and this sort of thing. This is a compelling story and one that makes Sammy good to me. Um, Mox did probably my favorite move in wrestling history tonight, uh, which was he took down Sammy Guevara, passed him out, and then headbutted him. I've mm. never seen a wrestler do this before. This is shades of uh, late 90s Mark Coleman, UFC 3 and 4 shit. Uh, you can keep your jujitsu. I'm big and strong and I'm going to headbutt you because they're legal right now. 
Big fucking Mox here. I don't know if anyone on Earth came and glued for Mox Fasten can guard to mount and then headbutting Sammy Guevara. But I'm here on my program because this is the sort of thing that gets me out of bed. Um, I, I, it also struck me here, Zoobs, and, and you've been watching all this stuff for so long like I have. I'm talking about wrestling here. Uh, Mox does the rebound lariat, no longer getting low for it, but just comes back with the lariat. And Sammy does the call they always say, like the inside out sell, right? Like does the full flip on it. Yes. Uh, it's just so crazy that this is just a common part of matches now. It went on to happen later again tonight. But this used to be like a moment in a match. Like, okay, <laughs> muscle up babyface on their comeback. Like, give the biggest, what's the biggest sell you could think of? And it's like, well, clothesline me and I'll do a backflip. And guys like Pac and certainly Sammy Guevara, it, it's just so effortless for and still so effectual. But it's funny to just sort of feel the bar raise for those sorts of things like the, the, i barely realize it i just take a note only to realize that i'm barely noting it despite it being like this enormous spotted matches in years prior but i thought it was well done here by sammy yeah i mean he's he's a he's a crazy athlete does all kinds of crazy stuff uh, people in the chat asking if you saw the promo he did on twitter yes where he's like i yeah this is my company other guys want to leave i want to be here Listen, that, that promo is only effectual if I also want you to be here, you know? Uh, Zoom says I haven't liked him for a while. It goes way back to even Matt P Prince in the back when he came to our local Fed. Uh, we, Sammy Guevara really called it in here in Vancouver. It was not... Uh, and at the time, he was like the PWG darling. So I had big expectations. And it was uh, all right. But yeah, I saw the promo. Uh, people did not like it. The, oh, the, well, he mentions Dave Meltzer by name apparently, and I didn't yeah. see it. He says, I'm doing all these five star ratings. matches, <laughs> and I'm not getting recognition for it. Where are my stars, Dave? <laughs> Does he have a five star match with Cody in the ladder? So, that's be? so stupid. To that's so stupid. <laughs> Wrestlers as talking somebody, about wanting to have a good match is already so stupid, but then like also be like, and then rate it well. <laughs> like, I have such on, a hilarious man. like. I really enjoy listening to, to Meltzer. I think he might find him really funny. Um, but like the idea that like pro wrestlers <laughs> long for his affection is the funniest thing to me. I think that's so hilarious. Just like this small guy who he writes just, a newsletter and does a podcast. <laughs> well, I, hang on. I don't think you could ever call Dave Meltzer a small guy. Uh, I think I mean, like a short, like this, like this, this short little dude. It's hilarious to me. Everyone's short to me. You have to understand, right? I suppose that's seven feet. Uh, I respect all the steroids Dave Meltzer has done in his career. And for him just outright <laughs> saying, like, I knew these wrestlers would respect me more if I was also just super jacked. It's so true and so reflective covering wrestling in the 80s. <laughs> Thank you for the sub to my brother, the Hellcat, Marlon Phillips. I saw Caleb blog in the chat saying the most handsome pod there is. I, I saw Caleb that too. I didn't want I didn't, I didn't, uh, I was like, yeah, that's pretty nice. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, podcasts out there yeah but how many of them on video you know about the, right. so the problem is somebody none. i don't think anybody that they would never do it I, from what i see i don't think anybody's doing video podcasts i don't think i, I don't think any like we're the first yeah one day this twitch thing's gonna take off but then they'll say <laughs> wrestling brain was there first that's what they're gonna yeah. say when wow, you look at the history else, books somebody else will, will you know somebody else will take the credit or something will be discredited in the future no clue what this is confirming what i said yeah cody and sammy did get five stars so it doesn't make sense what he's saying uh, did I miss a merch match? No, but I will say that we are going to be doing merch match about halfway through the show here, probably in the next 40 minutes or so. And it's a very special merch match tonight, Zoobs. Uh, do you want to tell the people we're doing for merch match? Three-way dance tonight. It's uh, This is it's like Survivor Series vibes almost. Um, it's like exactly. a super card. New it's Japan like Pro Wrestling. 
versus AEW shop versus WWE shop on tonight's merch match. Can you handle three bad shirts at a time? Only one way to find the forbidden, out. Forbidden door. Um, <laughs> I, I can't wait because, again, merch match. You think you've seen it all. You think you've seen the worst ones. There's ones There's ones from months ago that, that we were hooting and hollering at that we wouldn't even blink at. We'd be like, wear that out? Yeah, no problem. I'll put it <laughs> oh, on. You'll be begging for them. I'd be on the stream. I'll put that on the stream right now. Let's do it. You'll be begging for I am Chris Saban by the end of tonight. And that's a promise. Um, merch match on my birthday, says Torque Penderloin. A very happy birthday to one of our favorites around here. The great happy Torque Penderloin. Happy 36th birthday to Torque Penderloin. Happy, happy 36th. Uh, John Moxley here. And sorry to go so long on this match, but I really did like Mox and Sammy in this match. Uh, Mox does the Nick Diaz lay down in the middle of the fight move where they're slapping. And he's like, Sammy, your shots suck. Hits the ground, does the Diaz pose, gets up and lays at a slap of his own. Of course, this is just fodder for me to get into at this point. Um, and then John Moxley does like the stone, stone cold shades thing where just doing full on heel tactics, but people dislike Sammy so much and love Mox that it doesn't matter. <laughs> Sammy's going for some top rope maneuver, and Mox's counter is a back rake and then a bite. And people are like, yeah, Moxley, Moxley. Great to see. Uh, Ty Mello and Anna Jay are out to try and interrupt, but it's not enough despite a GTH attempt. And his wife and JAS fellow member, a Death Rider, is enough to put away Sammy Guevara. And what I thought was a super fun opener uh, to kick off tonight's AEW Dynamite. Yeah, the, the, the hot match to open Dynamite, it's back. And in some sense, better than ever with big fucking mocks at the helm. Yeah, he's going athlete mode here. This is it's a big night. I haven't gone athlete mode in a while. Uh, months. I don't think you've you've gone athlete mode since Matt has joined the stream. To be frank with you, Matt, have you seen me go athlete mode on here before? I don't think you. I, I think maybe he, on maybe on GF Zero. You, you've briefly you've briefly mentioned it. Perhaps a, a Powerade uh, bottle, but um, sure. I mean, yeah, well, you reuse the bottles. I, that's why you rarely uh, see me with actual Powerade in here. I buy a, a sixer every now and then. Got to be a sponsorship opportunity here, right? Yeah. Uh, Powerade Zero Guilt. It's better for you than water. <laughs> that's what they say. That's. That's what they claim. They they are making that claim. We represent them. Uh, yeah, it definitely is better for you than water. I I believe that. Yeah, water has nothing in it, and it has more than that. Am I wrong? Let me ask you this: You're in the desert. Mm -hmm. You haven't had anything mm -hmm. to drink for a week. You're on the verge yeah. of death. And uh, some fellow in the desert, he goes, "Hey, hey there, you dying guy. Uh, would you like this here?" Uh, Costco brand Kirkland water bottle, or or a liter of G Zero. What are you taking? Uh, I'd say it's Pepsi. Okay. Um... <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, there's a guy who loves CM Punk. I we weren't talking about him. Uh, let's put it up to a poll. Uh, uh, you want the Kirkland water or G Zero? You're as thirsty as you ever been. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Put put, put a put a J on there. We could get my own flavor. Talk to me, uh, Powerade or Gatorade. Oh, I'm happy with either. J Quick two minute poll. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, which way would which way do you think people are gonna go? Uh, Kirkland Water out to the early start. I would listen. Give me that G zero. What are we? What are we yeah, doing? Kirkland Water is gross, man. You ever tried that? God. And then and then I would assume that I would deep. It'd be dark blue sweat. Yeah, and then you can just re sort of you go like. Get the get it back. Blue Gatorade, yeah, I agree go, with you. Blue Gatorade is the champagne of Gatorade. Oh, go, it's go, blue go, go, go. for me. 
Gatorade. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, ten seven right now for Kirkland Water. Um That's yeah. fucked up. Speaking of fucked up, here he is. Maxwell Jacob Friedman is making a scene backstage. Is what commentary says immediately before cutting to commercial. <laughs> yeah, what? Not the best. MJF is causing a scene backstage. And now some guys selling me coffee. I, I come on, Aid. <laughs> this stuff feels so rookie. Like at the beginning of AEW, it's like he he he. And now it's like, okay, we, we gotta have the blocking. It has to be perfect. It can't. Like stuff like this, it's it just comes across as so B league to me. I, does it hit you the same way, Zoobs, or am I way overblowing this? Uh, you know what? It did hit me. It hit me as like remember the as you said the like the 2020 days of it, where sometimes it would go to like we go to commercial at different times depending on which feed you were watching, and sometimes you actually would miss stuff. That's what I thought was happening. I was exact like, oh, same here. I was like, oh, is the TSN cutting to a commercial and they, they we're not going to see this promo and we're going to get like an extra, like, I think it was one time we got an extra long, like Lance Archer prom, uh, entrance. And there was like a, there was like a promo from Mox already or something. And it was um, so clear that something was well, like we had missed or game. I, I totally remember that. Um, yeah. So very weird. Very weird. MJF's ca causing a ruckus backstage and, and we're going to go to it now. And they <laughs> don't go to it. Yeah, making a scene backstage indeed. We never find out what that scene backstage is. We just return to him coming out. Uh, we were back from commercial. Uh, presumably the scene took care of itself. Maybe maybe they meant it more literally. Maybe he's like, looking oh, for a microphone, is... what it seems like. He's looking for, like. What else could it have been? Well, maybe it was like filming a scene for something, making a scene. It's like he was working on a little short film backstage. And just <laughs> making a scene backstage alongside Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> And and Marissa Tomei. Yeah, he's a, doing block. He's back there doing blocking. I want my kids back. <laughs> he's doing. He's back there doing blocking. For, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Regardless, they are in New York tonight. Thank you, Matt. Now Albany, not exactly Long Island, but still New York State, technically a uh, uh, MJF country. He is getting MJF chance. Cut my music. And he does all the the MJF stuff to get people booing. Uh, you know, this place sucks. You're losers. You're poor. I'm rich and you suck. Yeah. Uh, seven days, John Moxley. And I really liked how uh, he framed John Moxley here. It was very like wrestling 101 of uh, putting over your opponent in a way. He's like, I looked in your eyes last week. and You were the first person I've ever seen who legitimately had no fear. And it pissed me off. Like, do you know who I am? Like, I am the devil. Do you watch this show? Like, I, I am havoc. Like, when I dislike you, bad things happen. And I stared at John Moxley and this guy with his ice cold blood. This guy didn't fucking move. I, I thought this was cool framing and uh, exactly right. But yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I, I didn't think it was, you know, it's not in his uh pantheon of, of work but go on no no the, the better stuff is definitely yet to come here i just thought it was nice to it feels more mjf way to be like you're dumb and you're your kid and i hate renee and and all this sort of stuff and yeah uh, I, I, I will add sort of to agree with you there he does he mentions like having read the book he is very good at like weaving into his promos and his feuds that he has like done his homework right he yes. always no matter who he's fighting he always drops in that like I've, I've, I'm shouting you. I'm researching you. I'm, I want to know everything about you so that I can be the the guy that takes you down. I think is uh, something I think is a ton of value that he brings in, in to everything that he does. I completely agree. And now he does what I think was so important, although maybe also a little awkward. And I love your thoughts on this. 
he really dials in on John Moxley here because he thinks that's who's going to win the tournament and who he's going to be cashing in his chip on. And in that being the feud, excuse me, he has to make a clear differentiator between the MJF that Mox has already beat. And everybody remember one of our most famous streams ever at Full Gear 2020, the show Zooms just hated. Just Oh, I don't remember that match at all. I should re I should revisit that because I well, was not I was in no mood to watch a, Mo a Moxley MJF match at that point. It was actually very not very good, but quite good in the pocket of all of them. As good as a Mox empty arena match title defense, all all that sort of thing. I think right. we did say I that it sort of say it was one of the better things on the card. But he points out, and I barely remember this Zeus, which says a lot about the Punk feud and really just MJF's transformation. Uh, hey, I don't have the MJF 2020 sign out here anymore. Do you remember that right. when he had like the like the Bagley, Trump adjacent yeah. Lee Johnson was like his campaign manager? I'd actually forgotten basically completely all about that until he believed that. Says I I don't have that sign anymore. Look what I've done over the last year. This is a different guy you're facing. You're an alcoholic. And this message is also for Jericho and Danielson. It was this weird to like dial in on Mox here in the middle of a tournament, Zoobs, or is that you know that was the guy who was last out here? I don't know. I still sort of think Brian's winning this tournament, but then why just such a dedicated mox problem? You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. It does. It does strike me as odd that that he's sort of again. You could you could frame it as that's just the guy that came out to greet him, but it is it's a little telegraphed. And maybe this is what maybe this is what we're getting. Maybe, maybe this is a, like he dials in on Mox, and it ends up being Mox's teammate that that is in this situation, and he's like sort of dug himself. He's like, oh, sh we talked about before. He's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know that I want to jump into this for this exact moment like i don't i don't have the dossier on danielson yes. ready and if i did if i do do my homework my homework tells me like he's just gonna wrestle me and i can't and i can't beat him yeah i don't Box know if i can holes get, in his game exactly he doesn't he's not an alcoholic other than the neck injury like I, I don't i don't have a mental game that i can sort of bring that gives me this upper hand maybe that's where they go with this I really love that line of thinking, Zeus, and how that can be weaponized. Uh, I think Conor McGregor sort of famously spoke about how he had a hard time getting into Jose Aldo's head just because of the language barrier. And so he's like, I was so used to being able to weaponize these guys and get them so mad at me. But if I can't trash talk, that disarms me in a way. And it'd be cool to see MJF sort of steer into that. Mox is a guy who can get hot under the collar in a way that Brian Danielson just isn't. I've complained about Brian just being like, ha ha, after big promos. But that would legitimately play into this angle if that was the case. Like, Brian's not going to get heated if i'm uh talking shit so yeah i like that line of thinking then he sort of kicks into what i'll call sometimes com comedians do like a jokes per minute thing zoobs you were a stand-up you know this where it's like okay i just want to get like some jokes out here not not something long and drawn out i feel like that's what mjf did just like ran through a rolodex of ways to get booed and then he introduces the first stable on retainer led by his best friend go ahead I want to ask you a question about this before I move on. Oh, please, yeah, sure. Uh, a couple of people have brought it up in the chat tonight, and I am sort of thinking about it. I thought about it uh, uh, more tonight than I ever have. Mm. Um, and you mentioned, you know, in New York, so maybe it's part of that. But it does seem like people, he he is having to, like, very quickly go through a bunch of, like, really easy heel stuff so he can get booed. Do you think, do you think about, like, how far are you? How many more weeks of that would you sit through before you're like, all right, we got to, not we have to make this turn, but like you'd be maybe in favor of making that turn or or think that 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 they'll get to a point where like, man, he's been cheered so many times. We may as well let him run with it. What I'm sorry to report not for a long while uh, and almost Zoops, I don't know if you've ever been at a job where people are punished for being good at something or it's like, oh, you're good at this. We'll give you more work because you're efficient at it and, and you're almost teaching them the lesson. I, I don't know who on earth can fill that space 
for MJF right mm -hmm. now. AEW has baby faces aplenty. BCC is a, a hot baby face act. You have Eddie Kingston right under that in the upper mid card, Orange Cassidy, aplenty. I, I, you have Christian and MJF basically on the heel side that I can think of. And isn't Christian injured right now? Yeah, you, you could say Jericho can can lean into that when he has yep, to. But... Yeah, you're right. It's a it's a different heel act with Jericho. I feel like, but but you're right. He would be the the ascendant guy there if you had to. Um, but if you're going to be running with either Mox or Brian as champion. You you need heels for them, and as you are in a greater need for heels than you are baby faces. So in a in a vacuum, yeah, I think MJF would be ready for a baby face run if you had what I think they were planning the CM Punk heel turn at the top of the card, and with MJF turning face, I genuinely think that's probably what was going to happen. But with the position they're in right now, I just think he's too valuable. I think they probably had that discussion backstage of like, okay, we and maybe even teased in that promo last week with him being the leader and seeing what baby face would look like, but I just don't think they can afford it. Yeah. Turn just, hangman just, heel says Ashton Kutcher. That's interesting. Hangman Dark Order. <laughs> or I guess with the elite, right? The, the elite sort of like weaponizes hangman. Yeah. Uh, you have to again, it's it's a lot of different things to jump through. But what if he turns heel by just clobbering the dark order? Would that even be a heel move at this point? Well, it's like they're expecting to... him to save him and he just like buckshots evil Uno's head off and I think you'd have to lean into the you have to lean into the backstage stuff even more, right? You'd, you'd yeah. need to trust him to really play into that and be a heel about it. And I don't know, murky, murky. I, I don't hate the idea off off the cuff. Actually, yeah, sure, yeah. Like throwing things out because um, he's a big name, and it would be a, it would like send shockwaves. And if you're gonna send MJF that way, you may as well somebody send somebody super over it the other way. But um, yeah, there's a guy. I'll say this: there's a guy later up on this show that I would just be elevating. No, I'm not saying put the title on him, but would have immediately in this upper card space beating guys you know and love uh we'll get we'll talk more about powerhouse hobbs later just quickly uh brody uh was one that i thought thought, thought brody uh king oh just... oh yes 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 awesome call yeah yeah especially if malachi's on exit you just have him like pummel buddy to the moon or something and yeah yeah there's there's guys yeah you're you're absolutely right i, I again i don't know that these guys exactly fill like mjf totally. is so yeah, high yeah. end as a heel that he can match mocks and I, I don't know what those guys are yet but i think those are great names that could get there miro another one that i'd maybe throw out in that in that space but almost uh, another andrade, guy andrade in the chat sure I feel, yep i i'm anyway what we do is on the show i'm in a different place with with andrade than i think everybody else is yeah you're you're on planet realism you watch well, the show, yeah. You you get enough. I'm one of those ones where like if you get enough different times when someone's like, "How can you not make this guy a star?" It's like eventually it's like, the, well, the guy doesn't want to be a star. I guess I don't know. <laughs> like, no, no. Listen, you are you are right. There's no getting. You're like me with Finn Balor when he's doing nothing impressive, and everyone's like, "He's so good, man." It's like, where where is the good stuff? I don't. Like, they like, just need to cut him loose. It's like he's on. They're putting him yeah, on television. You yeah. know. <laughs> like, I definitely I definitely get what you're saying. <laughs> But I don't know you're saying Hobbs isn't on that level yet, but could head in that way. Yeah. Hobbs I, I think the point is on that level. I think, I think the point is nobody is, to your point, nobody is at that level yet. Yeah. There's, there's people that we would love to see put in that situation, but at this exact moment, it is sort of MJF in a tier above. I agree. But hopefully this next stat can sort of come out and help as the first ever stable on retainer is introduced as Stokely Hathaway finally introduces the whole act. The firm is here, Zoobs. Talking about the Firm, baby, talking about the firm. It is, it is. It. I should have let Matt. Matt, do you have a Lauren Hill? Can you say you got any Fuji's in you? No, all right. Good One thing time. I did it then. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Dynamite, Matt. You can't beat him, folks. Stokely Hathaway, Lee Moriarty, 
W. Morrissey, Gun Club, and All Ego Ethan Page are out. Zoobs, I'll obviously talk about the promo and then Stokely because they give this whole thing a lot of time. But can you, because again, you are the Zoobs, initial impressions here. We're finally in ring. MJF, Stokely, all the fellas. What do you think of this act? Stokely Hathaway in the front. Uh, I, I feel like it almost got over-explained. You know, whereas like I don't, I didn't need. I appreciate that everybody, every single person got uh, exposition, and I did like that everybody was like pointed in a direction. Like he wants the mm -hmm. Atlantic titles, they want to be a tag team. Uh, I think that, I think that was like a he want. Uh, there was Lee Moriarty wants to be the pure champion. And I forget I, what W Morrissey's motivation. So W Morrissey, was. I actually have all the motivations written down here. I can get into it. Uh, w Morrissey wants to do whatever he wants, which in this situation is make lots of money, which NJF can fund. All Ego Ethan Page wants the All-Atlantic. Like you said, Gun Club wants the tag team titles. Lee Moriarty wants to bring some honor back to the Ring of Honor pure title. Inshallah, my brother, I think the first, uh, uh, that's a Islam, Islam thing between these two, is it not? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I, like it. I, uh, I thought that was a cool moment, or at least like something new. I'm all in on the firm if this isn't clear. I, I thought the music, Stoke serious up. I, I thought the look of all these guys behind, like you pointed out, Zoobs, maybe a little bit too much exposition, but if you're ever going to give leeway there, the very first appearance of like this long building five guy thing, it, it is a little exposition heavy, but I'm equally impressed by. I'm reminded of Enzo Amore running down the entire Cruiserweight division or CM Punk, Kevin Nash, John Laurinaitis, Triple H, mm -hmm. and John Cena, and Vince McMahon, promo and all at once. It doesn't matter. I, I like Stoke being able to remember all of this stuff, to go with them and ultimately saying, run with us or run from us. Or as I wrote down here, run with us or run with us. <laughs> the two options, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll add to this sort of my thing uh, of the people that you would trust to be in a manager role to give all that exposition over the course of like seven minutes. Stokely Hathaway is probably the first guy off the board. Is he just done with Jade now? Uh, I feel like I feel like something did happen there that we didn't pick up on. There was like a small throwaway segment that maybe it was on rampage maybe it was she somewhere else frustration with him but did they ever actually like part ways fully if so why ever get rid of smart mark i'm not sure she's jade i agree she doesn't need a manager says ashton kutcher I, I sort of agree but i don't know she reminds me so much of a brock lesnar and maybe it's just too on the money but when you have someone that is that obviously valuable somebody who has jade's promos are very one note you, you know what she's going to say before she says them she pulls them off excellently but i think somebody that can sell her as this no matter what the situation here's our top star i don't know i, I think there is room for her to have a, a manager but maybe that's just me uh I, are you not are you not that into ethan page Zoobs? i i was sort of into him challenging Pac for the all atlantic it's good to have a matchup uh maybe something will happen I, ethan page to me is getting a little bit of like man he went from like again being a guy who stands in the background in a in a stable to being a guy who stands there in a different stable <laughs> i think he's a guy that has strengths um and maybe maybe separate a little bit maybe when he has a one-on-one -on -one match and it's just him out there and stokely is his manager individually if that's what they want to do it maybe maybe a lot more comes of that maybe it's not always in such a huge group where it's like you've talked to five people and he's the fifth one yeah um so we'll see i i, I have optimism he, he's shown me flashes and, and i think it's somebody that i could get on board with in the right matchups in the right positioning so i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a shot 
I hope him and Pac get a live in front of the audience promo segment with one another. I think that's something that could totally over deliver. Two guys that are, we don't necessarily think of when we're listing the great promo guys in the company, but are good. Like are are as good or better as you need them to be. Uh, so uh, would like to see that for the All Atlantic, given a little bit of shine uh, here, because I think that that's a, a feud I could get into. Uh, to the other ones, I don't really know if I buy the guns as tag team contenders yet, even as like a warm up feud for the for whoever that wins the titles. But I suppose if it's the acclaimed, there's something built in there. Lee Moriarty in the Ring of Honor pure title picture, I think probably works for both of us quite a bit, though. Uh, him and Daniel Garcia getting down. That's uh, something I'll go out of my way to watch. Yeah, it's a match you can you can help to build out what that division is going to be, which I think they've done a good job with in limited time yeah. they've had so far. Super well said. Uh, Jungle Boy's opponent is announced. It's Jay Lethal. Not the best. Not the best. <laughs> Not uh, the best. <laughs> I can almost feel the collective size. Jungle Boy is back to being called Jungle Boy and in like the jungle gear again. This is people this is, where the show becomes a five is stuff like this. But I didn't want to. I don't want to watch Jay Lethal. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's weird. I actually was able to get into the beginning of this match quite a bit because they do like this sort of tepid slaps in the corner exchange thing. Then they do like a fight breaks out. Like Jungle Boy's mad. But by the end of this match, you know what? Maybe I won't say it. I'm going to get to the first and maybe the meanest keep it or kick Boy. it uh, we've ever done on this channel, Zoops. If that's not... Uh, what a sell that is. Holy... If that's not a sell, it's a very simple one, of course, for the people who don't know the rules at home. Keep it or kick it. That's so something where I'm Mr. 50K, Josh Z. Think of a prompt for my wrestling brain. And I give it to you, these zooms in the Brainiacs in the chat, where you must head over to your emotes bar and put the keep emote or the kick emote. Of course, the keep emote means that you like this prompt, you love this prompt, you want some more of this prompt. The kick emote means that you hate it, you despise it, you never want to see it again. Thank you to our, <laughs> I almost said rep, our mod, good friend Jake, for putting the emotes in here. Uh, as good a time as ever to remind people. This is a transphobia, racism, and homophobia-free space. Anything of that sort gets you the boot from here. The Lance will have you out on your ass, as will the Axe. Maddie Mac, thank you to our mods in the chat. Always appreciate uh, you making this a good space. Sam Felsian and Josh Heel Turn. I, who's the... You're the heel on the show, I suppose, Zoops. I don't know about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I got put in some peril last week, and and the the crowd was like, "Come on, Zeus, break yeah. out! You can do right." I think. Yeah, Matt did turn heel. <laughs> I went and read my Discord episode discourse. Wow, no one likes. They're like, "I want this to be a game, not a joke." They were, <laughs> they were, they were cheering for these Zooms. So you might be right. Uh, heel turn maybe on last week's. Let's get to it. Uh, good friend Jake suggests that that is the heel. Well, I'll, I'll believe if, if I'm happy to tween on this one. A very simple first keep it or kick it. Oh, no. <laughs> that ringer puts the fear of God into my heart. I gotta tell you, I know what's coming, and it's nothing good. Uh, Maddie, get on cue here with the tunes. A very short first keep it or kick it to open us up this evening. Keep it or kick it. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Oh, that's a, you're cold. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it. That's all mean, Zoobs. I don't like to do that. But it struck me during this match, Zoobs, 
that I, I'm not even sure it was Jay Lethal that I liked less than it. And Jungle Boy was somebody that I I think in ring can still be a dynamo, can still be an absolute dynamo. Um, but but good in ring doth not only a good wrestler make. Uh, it, it, and on this roster, it takes more to stand out because everyone is so good at wrestling. Where would have you gone on this one, Zoobs? Then if you want to jump into the chat and see what the Brainiac said. I think overall I would keep. I think... I think you let sometimes you have to let your project guys be project guys um, and not. I know it's been a couple of it's obviously been a couple of years, but, um, you know, you don't always have to directly compare him to people that were similar to him when it when it all started. Right. If that yeah. doesn't mean that that progression isn't coming and uh, a big name baby face guy that people can get behind um, is valuable if, if you still believe that's what he's going to be. Um, even, and, an, and, even, an upper, even an upper mid card guy is is valuable as, as a, a you know if if we can get there. Also, I, I sort of think man, it could be it could be a New York guy. Imagine. Get into the chat, Zoobs, and I'll give my my thoughts on it. Here we go. It is divisive. I do believe here. Uh, good friend Jake starts us with a keep. Tark Penderloin with a kick. It's steak of buns with keeps. No clue what this is with kicks. Jay's retro and Qui Gon gin and juice keeping it. Trilly McGinnis and Scoots Roto are kicking it. A keep from Pacefall, reluctantly. A kick from Irish Mac and Captain Twigs. A keep, pardon me, kicks from Irish Mac and Captain Twigs. A keep from Hot Tuna. Kicks in a row here from Dennis Dirty Work, Corvax1266, Rick Nash Tag, Sam Fells, and Irish Mac21. Marlon Phillips is keeping it. E Prime is keeping it. Ashton Kutcher is keeping it. Area Thrasher is kicking it. C Seppa saying he's 25 with a keep. Cadenza trying to double up a kick on Jungle Boy and a keep on Jack Perry. Uh, I would say that was pretty close up until the run of kicks. Yeah. I would say 60 40, maybe, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe, maybe 57 43, something like that. I'm kicking it. Um, you're, you're, not, you're not forever, not forever. Um, but in terms of TV time allotment right now, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something. I don't know what it is. It isn't wrestling, it isn't wrestling Jay Lethal. You gotta, the Christian feud felt like a really good chance to launch and to change and to evolve. And I just, I just don't see it, man. I just, whatever we're trying to will into exist. I liked Sammy Guevara more tonight than I did Jungle Boy. Imagine me saying that last year when you're talking about Four Pillars conversation. It, it just would have never happened. But he's, whatever we think he is, is what he is. There, there's, there's, I feel like maybe he's a little better as a promo or has shown us that in tape segments he can be better as a promo than what we thought. But besides that, he feels like just a, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. Quick on Jin and Juice saying, uh, thought we were kicking the name Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Even so. Beer conversation. Uh, Quick on Jin and Juice pointing out Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole last year was awesome. Um, I'm with Josh, says Sam Fells. He's good in the ring in a way they have, have a lot of guys who are good in the ring. Helpless on the mic. Personality does not pop. Uh, Stake of Buns. I still do not get him losing it all out. Maybe they planned, maybe they had more plan, but the stink of that loss is going to be with him for a while. Match of the year candidate uh, was my... <laughs> Ashley Kutcher really wants him to build up Kanosaurus. Uh, yeah! And send him home. Let him come back with new gear and a fresh start. Yeah. Good friend Jake, with I think I agree with this. Should have gone away after losing that match at all out for a little bit. I would agree with that. You get the way, especially because Christian's going away for a little bit because he's hurt, correct? Yeah. Um, 
but it's tough. We got to keep these guys off. Um, I didn't mind the motivation this week of being like, I got to get back to doing what I do, which is wrestling matches. I, I, I got to stop getting caught up in this um, mm-hmm. drama with Luchasaurus. I do like that. But as you said, like the guy who's here to wrestle the best gimmick is like not many companies in the world harder to be that guy in right now than this. Like yeah. Dan yeah. Garcia, top of the top of the card, middle of the card, dark. There's guys on every show whose thing is like, I'm great at wrestling. and I have no personality. It's totally true. And you consider how much public opinion is sort of shifting too. like, I, I would outright argue that if you did a poll, you're starting a promotion, who would you take jungle boy or daddy magic? There are people, a much more sizable portion of people than this time last year who would take a Matt Menard type. I think people are realizing that flat work rate is not enough. Like the AEW is raising the level. You want stakes. I want reasons for guys fighting. I want the promo. I want characters I care about. And I think guys like Matt Menard have shown that we could we could attach to this. I don't need you to be able to do the, the spiral tap. Like I, I think you could get me into something. And I, I don't know. I... I I largely agree with um who was it in the chat here? Sorry, I lost it, but anyway. Matt people agree, agree with me and, and you is what's happening in the in chat. Is, is everyone wants daddy magic in that poll? I want daddy magic in that poll. I have some he's brains like, in the chat for the damn brainiac. Take my eyes off of Daddy Magic when he's on the screen. He's the, the greatest. Man. Um and That's yeah no I, I I'm I'm uh maybe maybe you talk me into a kick I, again there's he's had matches though he's had some bangers I thought him against Sammy opened a pay per view it was was very good uh he's had yeah. him against Adam Cole was very good he's had good matches he had another real ripper I I'm struggling to think of what it was right now I'd have to look at my ratings but he has the singles in ring matches are not the problem like they they they're not I, they're in fact when they're on pay per view at a high level I largely largely like them. But anyway, I'm not not cheering for him, but it just struck me tonight. And it's not like Jay Lethal's doing him any favors for my interest. It was against against Dax Harwood. Oh, yes. Thank you, Zooms. That's exactly right. The Dax Harwood match. Loved that match. I mean, what a surprise. Dax Harwood had a good match. I mean, yeah. (laughs) When you call us a show with Dax Harwood every week, you you need a little (laughs) help. It's hard for me to remember. So, you know, it's like like you're seeing yourself in the mirror every day. You're like, oh, I don't want (laughs) to. Oh, my Lord above Zeus. Loved this next promo. I, I've talked so much on here. Get me off site, AEW. Get me out of the arena. Put guys in their elements. I know uh, Dynamite Matt in the back always references the Sheamus and Cesaro bar segment. The, these two guys. I was like, they're the bar, and they're, they're here at the bar together. I loved Action Bronson and Hook working out in this dank Queens warehouse. Action Bronson's promo? flatly just like straightforward work 2.0 matt menard angel we're gonna kick your ass plain as day hook next week you're done two cool guys hanging out in a cool place doing jujitsu zooms i I wanted to be there with them uh i I saw going for the standing key lock shades of george the animal steel hit the ropes kid uh i was i i love this promo i can't wait for 2.0 versus hook and action bronson next week one of my most anticipated matches on the calendar baklava hook I, and this is for maddie matt in the chat if somehow big body best can come out and be the the enforcer for action bronson it will be my my match of the year 
Action Bronson has been waiting his whole life for this. You can You're tell. so right. You're so right. <laughs> well, he's always been backstage at New York shows over the years. <laughs> Funny enough, when they're in New York, like he's lots of photos of him with Bray Wyatt, with other wrestlers backstage, does interviews uh, with wrestling shows. Uh, but I think he'll probably be good. He, and he's in great shape, strong as an ox. Uh, they've done a good job. Yeah, they've done a good job of finding people to be involved in this show that uh, love the, the biz. Right, love. they don't sort of they don't not just sort of trotting through whoever they can find that's the most famous. Everyone so they've celebrity had celebrity crossover. Like you, if you gotta love it, and then we'll hawk your product. Yeah. Are, are you excited for this one, Zoops Two point oh. I think it's the... gonna be great. I think it's gonna In be New great. York. To, your, to your point, we just did about Daddy Magic versus uh, Jungle Boy Two point oh. The perfect foils for this. It's perfect. It's gonna be amazing gonna be so fun and it's always fun to gauge uh wrestlers on the other side of the equation like how good are 2.0 at getting action bronson into something that is entertaining and i have a feeling they're gonna be just outstanding in that role next week's new york show at arthur ash is gonna be a rocker i am looking forward to it i think it's gonna be really good i think i think that'll i think that's it's needed a little bit to sort of uh shake some of the dust off of the last little bit you're right josh i got a question for you go ahead maddie what do you think is the most death-defying move Action Bronson will do next Wednesday? Wow, that's a great question. I I feel like some celebrity uh, celebrity wrestlers is what I'll call them here. It's like they they want to learn like the easy flash moves. So like Canadian destroyers are very popular for a celebrity because it's like if you're a wrestler who's strong, a Canadian destroyer is just like spring your legs like i will i will flip just you just jump and i i will do this move for us so you see lots of destroyers superplexes i almost see action bronson more being like a strong spot like german guy like i would i i'm gonna say german deadlift suplex is my guess for like biggest baddest action bronson move that he, that he hits next week gut uh, either a gut wrench or a dead left uh, german suplex that feels like an action bronson move to me i love Matt, my pick is my pick is a belly to belly suplex he'll do something like a didn't uh didn't big vader do a belly belly to belly suplex you sort of like brings the brings the weight down you you might be thinking of the famous one Steiner hits on him where where it's uh, brings oh. him up and then down. Uh, but Vader may have as well. But big guys doing them is just a fantastic uh, piece of business. I'm right there with you. Um, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going frog splash. I'm going. We're going to see an action Bronson's frog. Splash I don't think that's a bad sure. guess. You you could see that for sure. He's got the body for it. If we can continue down this lane, Zoobs, who's the singles match on the roster that Action Bronson would be good for? Oh geez! Oh, can I throw man. one your way and get your read on it? Yeah, yeah, throw one at me. Because just describing the moves that he was doing, I was thinking of him physically, and I was like, "Could we match him up with Miro at some point, just for like <laughs> the the meat men match? Like your your five nine three hundred pounders compete? Uh, what do you think of that, Seems? How's that hit your ears? Beautifully. I was gonna say him and Eddie Kingston, obviously. Oh he, yeah, he did, yeah. Although the they're both the so baby face in the same area. I know, and and they're yeah, they're they they would get along more than they would feud. <laughs> but it, I told, but stylistically, I'm right there with you. That'd be so fun. Yeah, I love a that. Little, a little action Bronson all Japan match. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine action Bronson just like we're walking the King's Road? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt's like, what's the most death-defying move? And he's just like been doing nothing but watching all Japan. It's a burning hammer on Matt Menard. <laughs> Standing lariat. <laughs> Matt Menard stays down for thirty. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Up next here, Luigi Primo. He make of the best pizza. He uh. 
get slammed by all ego Ethan Page. Uh, Luigi Primo, who went viral in the past couple weeks. Uh, how familiar are you with him, Zeus? I'm actually really familiar with this guy because he wrestles at one of my just patrons, like locals. I saw the single video that everyone's seen. So, oh, okay, about that, about that familiar. Yeah, there's not much else there. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't. I was like, uh, more than meets the eye of this gentleman, actually. <laughs> when that guy, when I imagine when, when AEW side Danhausen, that guy must have just been like, yes. <laughs> like, uh, but he's very funny. He got he got recognized by this crowd. It really speaks to how online and tuned in the AEW fan base is because they knew who Luigi Primo was. Uh, so it must be a very fun week to to be him. Uh, we this is all set up for all ego Ethan Page versus Danhausen on Friday, uh, because ego wants to take out all the comedy stuff. He's a serious guy. Um, I but I'm into this. I thought this was a fun segment. Danhausen is like trying to figure out who the court jester. Uh, ego's talking about it. He's like, oh yes, I will try to find this jester. It's like, it's you, Danhausen. All ego's gonna beat the shit out of you. Um, I thought this is actually shaping up to be quite a nice rampage. Yeah, I'm not as highly that Dan has and stuff as I think most people. I like that he was behind the TV. I thought that was a funny entrance. Yeah, yeah, that's where like a guy like Dan Housen would be hanging out. That was a pretty good Dan Housen impression. I agree with Ashton Kutcher. Oh, thank you, thanks. You know, Josh, a little, a little Josh Housen, right there. <laughs> that's all. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Almost wish I would have never done it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the shared H makes it all too likely. We're good here. Um, <laughs> Darby Allen gets a highlight package here of him at Nitro Circus. Uh, this is a, a traveling sort of BMX stunt carnival where I must say, the, uh, thank you very much. Tiffany is Stratton. Tiffany Stratton is the goat for the follow. So I don't know if maybe you're more familiar with Nitro Circus or the, the bike thing Darby was riding here. I got to be honest. I was very impressed, but this, this looked very death defying to me. This, uh, tricycle on a steep ramp jump situation. Uh, th th this is kind of a fun thing to me. Do, do you know anything about Nitro Circus, Soup? Sort of a traveling carnival show of death-defying stunts on wheels, yes? That, that's my understanding, yeah. Somewhere Darby Allen probably fits like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, this is this little highlight package to set up uh, a Matt Hardy promo, sort of a face-versus-face -face challenge to Darby Allen. Uh, he's knows a little thing or two about being extreme. One of the original members of team extreme. I remember you wrestled my brother, but you've never wrestled me. Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy on Friday. I'm the one person on earth who's going to go out of their way to watch this match. I bet this is going to fucking rip Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen. You heard it here first. I can't wait for this one. Uh, <laughs> Dude, every Matt Hardy TV match rules no. that people are like, Oh wow, Matt. It's like, yeah, he wrestles four times a year. He can barely walk, and it always fucking rules. Wake up. I, I'm sorry. I was reacting to the uh, first time chat from Tiffany Stratton is the GOAT, uh, saying no offense to any other wrestler, but Tiffany Stratton clears them all. She is the greatest wrestler slash sports entertainer of wow. all time. I looked, up, well, wow. I looked it up while I looked it up earlier. Tiffany Stratton, the uh, the Barbie doll superstar, the buff Barbie doll superstar, NXT. Thank, thank you to uh, Tiffany dreads. Stratton is the GOAT. <laughs> uh, tough to disagree with that. Uh, anyone else in the chat pump for Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen? Come on, brains in the chat for Matt. He's going to go out there and give everything he has left in the tank. You don't get to see that every week on TV. This guy's tank is at 20%. And he's going to spend about. it to zero over 12 minutes. That guy's going to do a yeah. top rope leg drop, even though his tailbone is made of what? Powder? Yeah, and they did show the footage of like the one match he had against Jeff. And it's like, man, they Jeff Hardy was here for like 
four weeks and like jumped <laughs> like off of a building every single one of the four weeks. <laughs> he was like three enormous highlights over however long he was in age. I had forgotten so, like, the wall shimmy. The co- the coffin of steel, which I yeah. think was like one of Matt's first shows with us, was like he made the fucking stack of chairs and then jumped <laughs> off a ladder in the ring onto the stack of chairs. So that Darby was like, this is insanity. <laughs> Let me. Th- I'm just gonna prepare everyone for this because this is gonna happen on the channel. Matt Hardy's gonna break again and become broken Matt, and there's gonna be a collective groan amongst the Brainiacs, and they're gonna have to log on here. To my smiling ass, doing this for half an hour, broken, and then just play. We might just watch the impact video for now. I could see it happening. I need it one more time. People, people <laughs> want to pretend that things in wrestling are funny so often. It's like, oh, being the elite is so funny, or this incredibly stupid joke backstage. This is so funny. Matt Hardy is like the close. Broken Matt Hardy is like the only thing close to like subversive humor in the history of wrestling. It's legitimately funny at moments, like in a way that actual funny things are. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt Hardy. Can we get that Rebby raid? Because <laughs> I think you know what time it is. Is it time? I'm wearing one of the nicest pieces of wrestling merch ever. At Exploder CC on Instagram. The Wrestling Brain Tarot shirt. This is 100% true. I once saw Reservoir Dogs uh, on Monday at the movie theater. And I was in line wearing my Exploder Tees Misawa t-shirt. And two separate people were like, sick shirt. Where did you get that? How in the weeds? Now, granted, this is an independent movie theater for Reservoir Dogs on a Monday night. This is a group of losers like myself. There's no getting around that. <laughs> but I mean, like a Masawa shirt? Like, how in the fucking weeds do you have to be? To be? Like, if I leave my house wearing a Rock and Sock Connection shirt or, or a Sandman shirt, maybe it's like, oh, but someone might know that. I was blown away. That's funny. <laughs> the, 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 you know, Curbing that with, I was at Reservoir Dogs on a Monday. <laughs> I'm nothing if not a shit-eating wild man for the things I like. I'm born loser zooms from day one, and yet I persist. Um, <laughs> Masawa, second best of all time. First being Tiffany Stratton. Thank you, Torque Penderloid, and happy. A birthday shame again, they brother. could never go head to head. I would pay that. That would you want to, you want to move tickets? Masawa <laughs> against Tiffany Stratton. That's money. Rest in peace to uh, two greats. Uh, Marlon Phillips saying, what if you left your house in a Razor Ramon shirt? Marlon did buy me an amazing retro Razor Ramon shirt that I think I look great in. Uh, unfortunately, Marlon, about 20 pounds too heavy for that one right now. So uh, uh, call me in a couple months. I'll, I'll wear that Razor one back out of the house when uh, the, the old, I don't get the are you pregnant questions in it, you know? Yeah. Zoobs, it's time for uh, some say the highlight of the network. I know I always say it is what we do best around here, the one to seven. Uh, but in fact, it might be this very next segment. Where's my phone? I'm going to tweet about it. Can you please explain to the people, Zoobs, what it is we do for Merch Match? It's time for Merch Match. We send Josh into the mines. We say, get to work, young man. Uh, Your father and I are very disappointed in you. No, uh, we send him into this, maybe the scariest place on earth, folks. (laughs) We send him to WWE Shop. We send him to AEW Shop. We send him to this week as well. Uh, was it shop.newjapan.jp? What's the uh, yeah, I think that or Togon shop dot something to that effect. I I forget. I just said New Japan shop into the depths of the pro wrestling t shirt universe, and we pick out the worst of the worst, and we have you vote on who's got the worst merch. This is the first ever triple threat match, New Japan making their debut, I want to say, in merch match this week. 
Mm-hmm. This is going to be very exciting. New Japan, uh, boy, finding a good shirt over there must have been the must have been is there is the real challenge. I'll tell you. Zeus, every time I go into merch match, I'm like, oh god, this this shop's the worst. And then you look at the next one, and you're like, water, weed, dune, hair. I do have a theme, as always, Zoobs. I will reveal it on the other side of the music. Maddie, do you have the merch match theme handy? And if anyone in the chat feels like letting their friends know that we are about to play merch match again, you don't need to be a wrestling fan to enjoy this segment. Let some of your friends know. The Zoobs, Dynamite Matt, Mr. 50K, about to get down, get down, move it all around with the worst of merch. And if you happen to be in the chat and you have some bits to spare, I would not mind taking about 20 hints, as uh, I am wont to do as we go into merch match. You can get me to take a hit and get all sorts of things. Look down in there in the bits and with the plugs out of the way, Maddie. although Patreon yet to come, please hit the music. Look down. Wasn't that horrible Moose one a control your narrative shirt too? Like he had you one appearance right. there. Might have been right. It could be mistaken. He's obviously an impact guy, but I feel like that was in the CYN. You know we what did... it was? It was the go to AEW tweet. <laughs> Thank you, Ashton Kutcher. Jeff underscore TS. <laughs> I couldn't hear it. There was about to be Powerade flying all over this fucking keyboard. You are not the word no. <laughs> what a fucking tournament. <laughs> we'll do that again this March. <laughs> I can't. I can't fucking get it together. Need a fucking oh. tissue. Brutal. Oh my Brutal. god. Every fan for more life. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we can't we can't relitigate all these. I'll never. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. I'd like to take this opportunity. <laughs> I see that too. <laughs> I can see that. You and Matt have the fucking time of your life. I would love to take this opportunity, Zeus, to plug my Patreon if I could. Patreon.com/slash/j0shc. It is five dollars a month. That t- is the ticket into my Discord, where all the greatest wrestling discourse is going down. It also unlocks a plethora of Wrestling Brain solo content. Uh, ECW month. The Stu Hart Awards. And next week, an announcement that I think will get... Oh, I, I don't want to do an announcement of an announcement. Never mind. I find that so tacky. But yeah, you'll like patreon.com slash j0shd. There's stuff behind there, and there's stuff to come. It's almost Stu Hart season, again. Yes. And I will say... I have heard a lot of people give a lot of different arguments. Yes. that That's where my Discord will really... We won't go... Th- do you want to hear out the names at the top? Because I do think it's sort of an interesting discussion. We'll save that for the post-show. Just throw some out. We won't, we won't debate it more. Christian, Kyle O'Reilly, Mike Bailey, Chris Jericho. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. But those those were sort of the names in the top vicinity. I mean, you have you have you have Sami Zayn, who's done a ton. He did the Jackass sure. match. He's been in, yep. involved with uh, the, the the head of the table, the Tribal Chief. Uh, Kevin Owens fought Stone Cold at WrestleMania this year. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Josh Alexander, I guess you could say. Oh yeah, yeah. That's sort. That was the name I was forgetting. Josh Alexander was a, a popular like second place one uh, in the discussions going on in there. 
so that'll be fun, Zeebs. I guess on my year-end show, my, our year-end show, I just generally host it and bring people on. Maybe that's where we bring you in this year. We'll do our uh, Stu Hart inductee on the year-end show, and you and I can have a discussion uh, on that. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, and even here in the chat, lots of people uh, a lot of different answers. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, a year where a lot of Canadians have proved their salt and their worth, and in different ways and at different times, and that always plays with, as you know, this this voting world too. The the timing is almost all of it. Yeah, and, and Kenny's injury sort of takes him. Like it's easy to sort of go. Also, Kenny did a million things, but he didn't have. He hasn't had a very big year. He's he's been injured. No, but you, you in some ways you almost couldn't keep him out of a top five either. Like on yeah. a, on a short list, he feels like he belongs to, especially if he ends up the year strong. Doesn't feel super likely, but we'll see. Powerhouse hits the speaker, Zoobs. He's out here to face Dat or sorry, Dat Matt DiMartino. I got to be honest, Zoobs. I knew Powerhouse was winning this one. Me too. I had a feeling. I just call it a hunch. You know, you never want to. You know, I've watched a lot of wrestling. If you didn't see this coming, I I get it. I've watched so much but but i i was quite confident in uh, my guy powerhouse to pick up the win here and i was glad he did in pretty short order here did you catch what got him bleeding in his mouth or bust, busted his lip open the, the match was 30 seconds and he was bleeding yeah. all over i couldn't figure out he must have he must like when he picked him up like bit his own tongue or something like hit his chin i wonder i so didn't see the, anything it was the fire in his belly when he was about to get on the microphone <laughs> that's right uh he goes to grab the mic and a we want Ricky chant breaks out. Of course, calling to his former tag team partner, Ricky Starks, who he beat it all out. Uh, the crowd gets what they want as Starks comes out of the crowd focused. Uh, and, he, and he chases off Powerhouse Hobbs with some offense. What did you think of the soups? Uh, simple. Uh, pretty simple and pretty straightforward. Uh, fairly effective. A little bit of rehab. I think, it, you know, it was a very quick match at at, uh, at all out. Sort of very decisive. Um I think something that you want to get more out of for, especially for Ricky um, in this big moment of this big change. I think it's good that they're going back to it and sort of, we're getting an idea that that wasn't it. It wasn't just the, the quick squash sort of picks them up, puts them down sort of thing. So um, I, I like to see a few that I'm sort of into uh, taking a next step. I actually sort of had the opposite read on it. I, I would rather these guys go a different direction right now and meet up again later because I feel like Ricky is already sort of rehabbed by the from the loss. Like I feel like people are with him. I, I don't think he needs a win over Powerhouse to go the direction he needs to go. I would almost see like to see Powerhouse lap him and then Ricky be the person that like the, it's a longer term story. He unpurchased Powerhouse from a position of prominence. I kind of feel like they're both already where they need to be here and returning to this feud. Not that it won't still be good and they can't get more mileage out of it, but uh, I don't know. I, I was like, oh. When, when he was like, oh, I've moved on from that guy, Ricky Starks. I was like, okay, cool. Maybe maybe he goes after Wardlow or enters the TNT title scene or even higher in the card. Like, they need an upper card heel right now badly. And uh, I don't know. I was like, oh, now he's just going to, like, lose to Ricky Starks, gets the win back? I don't know. I would have split. <laughs> That's just me. wise. You're a wise guy. Like you're saying that in like the nah, the, right? No, we don't. We know. You know, we can't. We, not, we can't do the whole. We, you know, we we we, 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 we do that bit for twelve minutes if we could. If we had to. No, you and Matt could. I would sit here steaming. <laughs> Tw a twelve-minute bit, and maybe antithetical to me. Unless we're doing a trade deadline, which I did think our improv uh, was was uh, body. That was that was yeah. That was maybe the best acting we we put on the channel. So we far. should do that one next week. 
yeah, it up, I think, for for the, the big show next week. Yeah, oh, right, yeah, that would be great, I think. Uh, a Death Triangle promo. They talk about how they've been broken up for so long, but now they have momentum with Pac being the first double champ in AEW uh, with his All-Atlantic title and these trios titles. Hate to say Zoob's told you so. We love those trios titles, don't we, folks? Are we, are, didn't, didn't we clamor for those? Aren't we thrilled? We are on our uh, first week of the Lucha Brothers and Pac as trios titles. And exactly what I said would come to pass, literally, exact, like, exactly what we said would come to pass has arrived. Uh, they are tag team wrestling, and they are challenging for the AEW tag team titles. And they're going to lose this match. <laughs> what? What are we doing here? Why would we not put like these both these teams against somebody else? I get giving Lee and Swerve a defense here, but why the guys who just won the titles? Why are the trios champions competing for the tag titles? Weird. It's a bit of a weird matchup. Bit of a weird. You get a you get a good you get a you get a big feeling match at least. You get a title defense on television. Guys that we know can go. Uh, getting to go. I agree the positioning of why that is happening is is a little weird, but um, you know they're missed, they're down a guy they 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 lose because they because they are a trios team now I guess the Lucha Brothers <laughs> these brothers that have been wrestling together their whole lives. But now we got Pac we got Pac in a feud with Orange Cassidy for the All Atlantic. So you y- you tell me what we're doing. It feels like a singles feud to me. And then these guys tagging it up. I don't know. I did really enjoy the match, though. Uh, the Keith Lee Pentagon sequence, and then on the outside with Ray Phoenix, I thought in particular were outstanding. Pentagon and Phoenix really are just like a generational tag team. Like they are so good and reliable. I love watching them wrestle. Keith Lee pins uh, Pentagon Jr. to end the match. And the acclaimed are out. A serious step acclaimed. Cut my music. No rap. Uh, we're getting this rematch at New, uh, New York next week almost certain this was an audible just seeing how over they had gotten by uh, the time all out hit you excited for this rematch soups interesting spot to be in where um acclaimed are the big card match and lucha brothers is the title defense that you're throwing away the week before i think not too long ago those roles would have been definitely reversed and we'd have been like oh boy lucha brothers against that's gonna be a that's gonna anchor that show right that that might steal the show next week uh interesting dichotomy I think it's yeah. I th- listen, they were very over, and um, I think the prevailing knowledge was like, don't, don't call the audible in the show. Let it build up and let it mean even more next time. I hope that does happen. It did mm. feel like a special night, but I, it claims seem to be pretty damn over. So it's it's pretty it's pretty good. You, you like to have big over teams in in your situations. And I think it would mean a lot. It would feel like it meant a lot if the claim did finish that journey of like growth and and win i think that would actually mean quite a bit and that will lead us to the third and final keep it or kick it of the evening zooms you touched on it there but if we can keep it or kick it maddie ready on the music the acclaimed winning the aew tag team titles next wednesday Keep it, okay, okay. 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 Keep it, okay, okay.
hit him with the answers, Zeus. How are we looking? I'm going to give him a few more seconds of rattling here. We have a few more rattling in. Uh, Ashton Kutcher says, I'm going to keep that. Pace Paul says, I'm going to kick it. Cadenza keeps it. Charlie McGinnis and Scoots Brodo are kicking it. Then good friend Jake, Quagondon and Juice, Hot Tuna, Area Thrasher, Torque Penderloin, C Suppa, Rick Nash Tag, Dirty, Dennis Dirty Work, and Sticky Buns all keep it with Corvax 1266 wow. kicking it in there. It's a lot of keeps, my friend, looking like eh, 80-20. And you're with them, Zooms. You're you're thinking it's it's keep city. Uh yeah. If it's if it's tough. I you want to be like conditionally, like if it feels as big next time. Yeah, um, you hope they can get there. I do think it's a nice sort of story. I think the tag division has been in a weird little thing lately. To your point of like the, we keep waiting for the tag. And listen, it keeps happening as the tag champions keep having good championship matches. But the division keeps not making a ton of sense to us, I think is what keeps happening. It's because AEW just does not have tag teams wrestle tag teams. Like <laughs> tonight you got trios versus tag teams. Like it's just sort of close. But um, people people it. are people are very uh, high on the swerve uh, as a heel singles, which I think I, I probably agree with. I think they've been a great team together, though. And I think I think they're just sort of seeming to be coming together in their own right now as as a top heel team. So I also yeah. am sort of hesitant to I do sort of want to claim to have the moment, but I am also sort of hesitant to be like, is the moment it with them? Right. Is it sort of like we get the moment and then it's like, well, these guys aren't actually conceivably beating all these great tag teams they have in the division. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I actually, uh, I would go against chat there. I, I would I would keep it on Keith and Swerve right now. I think yeah. they're really good. And I think you're, again, hurting for heel acts. And I think people legitimately are really behind the Acclaimed. And Acclaimed haven't wrestled any of the major tag teams on this, like, very overrun. They're going to have this wind offer of a title loss against every heel team on the roster. I understand, like, you do want to capitalize on big moments too. And I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I've complained about companies doing the opposite before. And there's no question that the acclaimed are having a moment right now. Um, I just think you have a chance to really solidify. You, I, I don't think you've gotten any questions answered about Keith and Swerve or, or like the juice. I don't think we know. And it feels like we'd be like throwing out something kind of early to me. Whereas acclaimed are young and over. I don't know. Just my two cents. Yeah, I think that I think, that, I think maybe I talked myself out of it while, while I was explaining it. I've done that before too. It's funny when that happens. We only listen to ourselves. But they might just want positive vibes. That's a good a good point as well from Vacant Planet. Yeah, I, I could also I understand like in the current AEW right now. But really, you should have just put the fucking trios on Chuck Taylor. What could have been better vibes than just a big win by the best friends last week? Yeah. Heated. Uh, I'm not making up this next segment. This is this is not a joke. I'm just reading to you what happened. Uh Pac is backstage. He's got his trios title and his uh, uh, Atlantic title, and he re he's reminding people, like Zub says, "Listen, they lost in tags, but we're we are trios champions." And out of nowhere, Orange Cassidy throws the worst punch on earth uh, and punches Pac in the middle of his promo, and he wants a shot at the Atlantic Championship. He says, "Double, double champion, hey, not for long." The champion so is here. Yeah. So so now we're off to. It's not Deanna Perrazzo in this situation, of course. It's uh, Orange Cassidy, or uh, rather, um, <laughs> Orange Cassidy, Pac. Uh, but now we're going to get Pac versus uh, Orange Cassidy for the Atlantic. Sort of returning to a beloved pairing, I think, in AEW. I think, for good reason, people love the boss bastard and Orange Cassidy together. Uh, good opponents. Yeah, the, 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 the first real, uh, like, the tarp, the, the tarp is off OC moment that we had yeah. in the company. 
and uh, I think they got a lot out of it in that match too. Pac being like very responsive, very angered by it. Really good stuff. I think that match super fun. Like now we move on to Serena Deeb and Britt Baker versus Tony Storm and Athena. Uh, Athena is like Chris Statlander level, very cool move set. Like I'm not sure everything in between is is dialed in, but in terms of just watching her in a tag match, she rules. Everything she was hitting was so cool. The over the top rope splash, of course we all know. I don't I forget what she calls it now, but the old eclipse, the top rope stunner, um the the backbreaker from a torture rack she did, uh sort of like the lung blower Roderick Strong did. I was really impressed by Athena, but I do want to point out first the Serena Deeb Tony Storm sequence that opens this. <laughs> it's like you watch Tony Storm try to do this with Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, and it just looks like the worst wrestling you've ever seen. And then she does it with Serena Deeb, and it's like, oh, this is great. The crowd's super into it. Uh, credit to Serena Deeb for uh, getting some, being a, a good partner for Tony Storm here and having some fun. What did you think? It could be a good defense for Tony. So that's what I was taking away from that. I was yeah. like, that could be a good defense for Tony is Serena Deeb, somebody that can, can play to her strengths and sort of get, make her look like a champion uh, in the way that sort of you want her to be right now. Listen, I, I think this is one where um, a good job in this match of showing us everybody's strengths. I really did. I did, really yeah. did feel like I was like, you sort of had Britt being cunning, you had Serena Deeb being a real um you know professor you had tony storm strengths you had as you said the the cool move set and the and the movements of athena i think it's one of those ones where it's like this is one of those examples of why it if you wanted to be you could be pretty optimistic with the talent they have in the division and you see why people think so highly of athena and you th see why people think so highly of tony uh I, I think you do have a nice sort of showcase here like there is a lot of talent here and, and part of the reason people get so frustrated i think with the women's division is there is a ton of like talent to play with here there's a ton of stuff to do it just hasn't felt like it's been cohesive and directed and and done properly yet agree with you and also agree with action kutcher here who says deep feels like a natural partner with brit in a way i hadn't considered before yeah i i agree with that she was like a nice anchor for brit's more character-based sort of uh in-ring uh malarkey i guess we'll say awkward ending to the match but that's okay it's all to to build to a feud anyway i'm just you sort of touched on it Zeus, but that's mostly what i'm interested in is tony storm looking good on tv where she is the champion and i forget who her first defense was against on tv but it was somebody that's like was it kylan king who she was had a, she had an eliminator against uh penelope ford that was it thank you Zeus. it's like penelope ford like can we can we give our champions some people to listen with and then Deeb is in that vein as was Britt Baker moments in this match again a bit of a sloppy finish but uh yeah really really enjoyed this match and like you say a good showcase of talents do we have time for me to do a that doesn't work for me brother soups yeah I think we do it's the main event is next right yes yeah this there's this the, 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 that doesn't work for me brother leads into one segment and then we get to the main yeah yeah uh, do you have one, Zoobs, or can I just crank out this this short one? You let it rip. Maddie, do you got the music? We haven't done it in a while. My uh, normally uh, positive tone here on the program about to shift. I realized something tonight on the show that I do not like. It's a segment where I get to be full of hate. A segment called, That Doesn't Work For Me, Brother. You might expect to hear positivity from Josh C. and the Zoobs. Two guys who love the business like no other But sometimes things are bad And shooters gotta shoot That's why this segment's called That doesn't work for me, brother So good. 
you, you could you could wax poetic about the music amount prints all day. It's a, little, it's a little Maddie unplugged for you right there. I would almost say that of everything on the channel is Matt in his wheelhouse. Uh, oh, maybe maybe Wednesday night tweet is very groovy, I suppose. But that those two things collide. Soup, something was sort of apparent to me on the show tonight. <laughs> um, of course, we don't want it to eat up the program, but the reality is a lot of the top stars are absent from the programming right now. Yes, and they are. And we spoke last week about the want for a leader on the program, someone who could be the hook to this show as a baby face of course we pointed to mox but fresh off of a world title loss that's a hard position to be put in brian as the number two in his faction feels uh, a little ill-suited but then they showed a man on the television screen tonight and it was abundantly clear to me that this program needs samoa joe this is a guy who can fill that space and that role and has done it provenly ring of honor the best title run ever some say one of the best in wrestling history ditto for nxt incredible top guy you need giant promos that people are going to believe in and hot feuds i think you can slot samoa joe wherever you slot mox wherever you slot brian wherever you slot mjf i think samoa joe can immediately be believable in that space and people will cling to him they will look whatever they're looking for right now i think joe carries a ton of that energy so Samoa Joe not being on AEW Dynamite Live, that doesn't work for me, brother. Strong. What, what do you, where are you on that? Yeah, I, I do agree. I, I think he has a place on the week to week. I do think he's a he's a force of nature. If you get him a chance to get into something and like sink his teeth into really weird usage, the like this has sort of been the case with like, a couple people. Sort of he shows up, we get really hyped. And Come then on. Bobby Greedo with the gifted. Thank you so much. Uh, and then he sort of like is shuffled into the deck and we don't really know. And is he saw him sing stuff and the, and the, you know, the stuff with uh, Jay lethal sort of gets a little murky. We sort of get burnt out because it doesn't really go anywhere. Um, definitely feels like a mishandling of a guy that, that has a ton of attraction and, and, and a recognizable name for a lot of people. Well, and those people who are missing specifically CM Punk, like he, he will hit a similar nostalgia spot for them. And I totally agree with you. The handling so far, very hard to hook. I'm talking about you insert this guy as the top guy against MJF right now, and they give you a feud that is fire and a distraction, and, and MJF can beat him. And then Eddie Kingston comes up, and he's against MJF. And now you've got this like top of the card swelling with like believable real people filling this chasm gap of CM Punk bringing the... The, what people view is the groundedness in wrestling. And I think Samoa Joe can do a lot to satiate that exact appetite, probably more than like almost anyone on earth. And they have him. They have him on roster. If you have to replace that specific thing, I honest to God think he's he's as good as anyone you could find. And just to this point, they've got him here on fucking Friday on Rampage against Josh Woods. I'm going to tune in for the Ring of Honor TV title, but I'm thirsty for more Joe. Like Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm thirsty. I'm usually thirsty for Joe early in the morning. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you you are you a coffee in the morning guy again? Yeah, I'm a coffee all the time. Well, no, in the morning. And all the time is a lie. In the morning. You, I I used to think of you for the famous two coffees, but I feel like you I, drifted from that as my the favorite part of breakfast. The two coffees, yeah. 
I have a little. I'm having less coffee than I used to, but I'm going into uh, the office. There's two coffees for sure. Did olives become the coffee? No, <laughs> olives is olives is late night. Oh, okay. I mean, in terms of like a, a Zoob's brand adjacent food. No, I think Ruben's probably leading right now. Haven't had a big. We're coming up on shrimp season, right? It's coming up on well, the holidays. This is. I want to be clear. Ruben and shrimp rings are irreplaceable, which is why I did not mention. That. I'm saying that we subbed right. in olives and out uh, two coffees. Still, I still have people mention the two coffees now and then. But yeah, I, I have gotten away from it. I, I, again, as soon as I feel like I'm predictable, I try like to switch it up. And that is why he is the easy. This is why this guy just types the words and get it triple digits likes on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, you wish, <laughs> you wish, I wish. I can, I can, you know, I'm not scrounging for two, three likes, not the soups. Clon, more Samoa Joe. Main event time: Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson with uh, Daniel Garcia watching backstage. They get right to it. I couldn't believe how fast this match started. I was like, we have 20 minutes left. Like they, they, these guys were sprinting out the gate. Jericho's bold, man. Like he he doesn't know, he does not believe in being old. Like he is experiencing the fountain of youth portion of his career. This obviously wasn't the quality of their pay-per-view match, but I really enjoyed these two. In fact, I, I think they have maybe better chemistry than I would have imagined. I don't love them together or anything, but I don't think of them as very good opponents. It's like, oh, Brian and Jericho on paper. It's like, mm, I'm not really sure. But but they do usually uh, create something that I like maybe more than I was expecting. What do you think of these guys in opponent, as opponents and uh, of this match series? Just at the risk of repeating, just uh, so pleased with the with the latest version of the Jericho Renaissance. Just like it's, it's so crazy that he's just coming out and having workhorse matches against the workhorse guys and hardcore against the hardcore guys and big spot fests and off cage all Japan classics of the all, all Japan, Japan classic. Like it's crazy. The, the year has been crazy. Um, yeah, I, I oh, well, another one in in a long line of like a guy that we've heard. Uh, has been independent, like the company's been like, thank God we've had Jericho for the last little bit. A dependable guy that you can throw in the main event against anybody and sort of make it a, a feeling a little bit bigger than it maybe is. Um, yeah, I thought, I think this is better than pay per view match as well. Yeah, I think, I think I agree. So I'm on an island on that one. I, uh, I was trying to get hooked by it, and uh, I don't know. I thought the sprint at the beginning was the best part of the match, to be honest. I, I felt like the middle, not dragged, like it wasn't a super long match or anything, but. I don't know, but like they get, they went back to the cattle mutilation, back to teasing the walls. It's like I just saw these spots, uh, but no, it was it was uh, was the crowd hot for this one? I can't even really remember at this point relative to the pay per view match. I suppose probably relatively the same. I guess pay per view match, if you remember, was was uh, a little. It took them a long time to get into it. Yeah, I suppose this was the opposite. They turned it on its head. Did a little. You know what I call that? Zooms the Missy Elliott. <laughs> back it up, twist it, and reverse. Sing it, Matty. Oh, he's not going to sing it. And that was Dynamite Zoobs. A definitive five for me. Uh, headlined by Chris German and Brian uh, Danielman. Two greats. Two men. And uh, two absolute legends going against one another here in the main event. Definitive five. Men, manly men, men, men. <laughs> Zoobs told that one dumb joke. And now look. Now look. <laughs> goofy mode so is your score change at all uh yeah no probably not five and a half five yeah five five way. and a half yeah what would you rate the go. a show tonight easy seven we've been on fire since the gate i have to agree this feels like a very strong episode to me i, I would give fully. us a seven for tonight one of I our better so. reps matt as a matt as a husband so far 
noticeable sort of not could that be what did it i think so again Thanks, it's just Matt. serious it's the seriousness that he's, proven, he, he's proven he's proven he can commit right he's proven yeah. he can commit it's it's proven commitment I'm also contractually obliged to be here <laughs> for no money. Uh, Zeus, well, what's going on over there in, in the MLB? It's September baseball. We all know that's the hottest time of the year. I see you've got your Jays hoodie on. Uh, talk to me a little bit about Less Than Jays, your your other show I saw put out. A, you're a busy guy talking about baseball lately, it feels like. Uh, talk me through this. Two weeks left. It's crunch time. Uh, Jays playing uh, the team directly battling with them in the division and in the wild card uh, nine times in 14 days. And beat them three uh, they times are, out of four so far, right? They're up three and four of, in the series so far. So getting That's the about as high going. stakes as it could get going into the, the postseason, right? The things people who don't watch baseball don't, may, may not get is that September is the playoffs also. It's not actually the playoffs, oh. but the, the the race to get into the playoffs is part of the playoffs. We have many Mariners fans in the chat, and they will attest. Um, you can't tell them this isn't as good as playoff baseball, because it is. You, you, you feel like you're playing the playoffs every night for two months versus like you actually get to the playoffs, and it really crunches down. But making the playoffs is part of the playoffs and is part of why I like uh, baseball so much. So I'm having a blast. It's all about um, big wins against Tampa Bay. Big. At the end of next week, every game from here on out, they have two exactly two weeks left. Every game from here on out, except for two against Philly, is a divisional game. So uh, every game is very, very important. So if the Blue Jays win here, the wild card spot uh, against those directly in the division, what's the next? Like how many how how many more series are we talking before we could be looking at something serious? Well, they they then they would play the wild card, which is three best of three, and the higher seeded team hosts all three games. Winner of that right. goes to the ALDS, which is a seven game series, and the ALCS, which is a seven game series in the World Series. So, no, okay, so pretty, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Holy smokes! Well, of course, you can hear incredible coverage like that. Jake Goldsby and the Zoobs over on Less Than Jays. Uh, Twitter's always talking about them. You should be too. Even if you don't like baseball, go give them a follow. You love the Zoobs at Less Than Jays. Matt does the music there too. Even if you don't like baseball, do like me. I subscribed, and then I was like, oh, I don't need to do shit about baseball, but I'll, I'll give my friend the download, and I want to hear yeah. the tunes Maddie did at the beginning. Not that hard to do, you know? It's super easy, and it's helpful. That's why I did it. I mean, I'm a patron. Love, so sweet. love the less than Z Jays. Less than Zoobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one's calling it that. I can tell you that, feels folks. Like, yeah. feels, like, feels like that way. It feels that way sometimes. Okay. Uh, all oh, right. this guy. All right, go to bed. All right. Is it bedtime for you? You're gonna stick around for a bit of the. I I hear some noise upstairs. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check out, fellas. And I'll give you the last word here, brother. We love you. Anything you want to say to the Brainiacs? Uh, talk about the show in Toronto while I'm out of here. Um, that's gonna be hopefully very fun and very good. And uh, thank you, everybody. We had a great month. We had an unbelievable. We just sort of got our rundown of August. Um, from the t-shirts and the numbers on here. Uh, so appreciative. Thank you so much. We had a crazy August. Fingers crossed. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that Matt gets a cut. This we'll see. We'll see how he performs the post show. We're gonna we're gonna crunch the post show show numbers and, and see how things go. But uh, no, thank you everybody. Uh, <laughs> tune into the post show. I, I can't wait to hear uh, some stories about Matt's weekend and Josh's weekend. Uh, should be awesome. The link in the chat to the form if you haven't filled it out. If you're planning on attending the Toronto show, we would love to see you there. Night, big brother. All the best to the fam.